Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to episode 92 of Talking Mopars. This episode is part four and the final installment of the latest Facebook livestream replay from the night of Friday, June 11th, and picks up where we left off last week. Next week, we'll get back to normal with Project Car of the Week, high-performance parts, listener stories, and whatever fun Mopar-related subject we cover, which has yet to be determined. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I'm your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. I'm really motivated on this van. Actually, one of my buddies that I met through Instagram, who's a vanner, and he lives in Oregon, which is just south of me because I'm in Washington. Um, he asked me if I knew anyone that wanted, or actually he asked me if I wanted to buy a fender flare kit, <laughs> like the old school shit. And I was like, I mean, I'm uh, they're expensive. Like I got quoted just over $700 shipped from a guy in Canada, and it would take him a few months to make it because he makes them by hand. Oh, okay. Now, but they're exact replicas of the old school stuff. So I was like, oh gosh, that's a lot of money. And I have other things I need to buy. And then this guy hits me up and he's like, I've got a brand new flare kit. I was going to put it on my van. I decided to go a different direction. Do you want to buy it? How much? 450 bucks, but I got to go get it. But it's brand new, never been mounted. And that same kit from the guy, because he got it from the guy that I was going to buy mine from. Uh, you know, the difference is almost half, you know, 700 bucks ship versus 450. I have to go spend a little bit of gas money to go get it, but I like to drive. So, so I was like, Oh God. <laughs> and so now I'm, I think I might have to get that kit uh, here in the next month or so if he still has it. Um, but I, I've got some projects. I got to get this van going. I'm really motivated and I got it started. <laughs> the, the battles won. The problem was, is, I got it started, but there was no fuel getting to the carb. So I could keep it running by just spraying starting fluid in the carb. Right. So I was like, okay, well, simple. I'll just run a line from the fuel pump right into a gas can. Problem solved. I can get it running. So I did that and it's still not getting fuel to the carb. So my assumption would be that it's got a bad fuel pump because it's a mechanical pump. You know what I mean? I mean, right. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm thinking bad fuel pump. So yeah. I have a I have a fuel pump. I was planning on putting it in after this show because <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the freeze plugs tomorrow. So tomorrow will be freeze plugs and um, the pump. But I'm hoping the pump will take care of all my fuel problems. Um, and then if that works, if I can get it to pump fuel from the gas can, then I'm going to hook it up to the gas tank. The problem is I went to pour gas in the tank. And much like the radiator, when I went to fill that, it was good for a couple seconds, and then I started hearing it pissing, and I got underneath it, and it was just on the filler. The filler neck comes down; it's metal, and then as it 90s to the tank, 
there's a rubber hose. It's almost like a radiator hose and it's leaking. And I can't tell if it's, um, well, I can tell that the hose is, is probably shot and that's why it's leaking there. So I got to get one of those and nobody makes them. <laughs> so I got to, I got to get some radiator hose or something. So I got to pull that line off um, and then check to see if the tank is even it's, usable. You know what I mean? It, it's special Robert. Don't, don't use a radiator hose. It won't hold up. Okay. See, now I asked the guy at fucking AutoZone. I said, can I just use a radiator hose for this? Is it, are they okay with fuel? And he goes, um, sure. they should be. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, Cause I, I had him look up anything related to the fuel system for this van. And I had him show me the screen and shit. And I was like, okay, you guys don't have anything. So I don't know where I could go to even get the hose. Um, our club car, the Belvedere, the 66 Belvedere has a similar yeah. deal. It goes from metal okay. to hose to tank. Yes. So maybe yes. look up that car and you, maybe you could cut it to something you need. Cause it, I think it had somewhat of a 90 into it. And I want to say, it was probably about a foot on each side and we, really? and we had to trim it down. I think it was way long. So I think it comes longer than you need. Oh, I, so they make them for those cars. I'll have to double check with Chris field okay. and he's the one that bought it. I, okay. I thought he bought it for that car, but maybe he bought something generic and we just put it on that car. I, I don't know. I didn't buy it myself. So, okay. But check, but I'll, check for I'll, me. I'll double check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll check for me. Cause check. I was, I was like, I just need to get fuel in the tank. And I was like, yeah. uh, and, and part of me, I, I knew, I was like, you know, I don't know if a radiator hose will work. And I'm glad somebody talked me out of that shit because I, I was about to put one on just to see if I could get fuel into the tank so I could at least test to make sure it's getting fuel to the yeah. carb from the tank. Because I do have, it's got two filters. It's got one running across the frame. And then I have one up by the carb that's clear just so I can see if fuel's getting in. And once I know fuel's getting in, I'm going to put the metal metal canister one on there. Yeah. Um, it it but, uh, for a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of knew when I asked the guy and he was unsure, I was like, okay, my initial gut reaction was it probably won't because if it was, then they wouldn't call them radiator hoses. It'd be universal yeah. hose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, that was your giveaway right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, a, that's a good idea, Johnny. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and write that one down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you have an idiot come in and go, Hey, can I use a radiator hose for a fuel line? Oh, you, first thing you say <laughs> is fuck. <laughs> and then you say, yeah, sure. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to look everybody out. I'm going to look at management. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a bad feeling about that. I didn't think it was a good idea, but I, they didn't have anything. So I was like, I'm going to have to see if, first of all, I got to pull it off. And see what size it is. So there was a couple other things I was going to have to deal with, but I'm going to have to pull it off anyway, just to see what I'm working with. But um, I at least need to get it running on its own because I have all the tune-up parts for it. Just to, I just want to see it run first. Once it runs, um, then uh, it should be pretty solid. But uh, it's loud as fuck because <laughs> it's got one muffler cut off of it. And uh, when I fired it up for the first time, because I had the doghouse off, I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> fucking loud. Um, so I got to figure something out with that. I still have the glass packs from the Mr. Norm truck. So I was thinking about just tacking them on there for a while. But um, I really want side pipes 
So I've been debating on which ones I want to get. But going back to your original question, Irvin, uh, I don't know what I'm going to get. I'll have to wait a couple of years and find out. Hopefully things will be cheaper then. Hopefully I'll be rich by then. <laughs> we'll have a different conversation. But the other, the other thought was not even getting a new Mopar and getting another classic car because I would never lose money on it. You know what I mean? And if I'm looking at a 40 or $50,000 challenger or charger, it's like, God, what could I get for 40 or 50 grand in the classic market? You know what I mean? <laughs> All my buddies got cool cars. Why can't I have a cool car too? <laughs> <You know what laughs> uh, yeah. Donnie, so. do, uh, do you have a van or? No, he wishes. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, I was gonna say. I mean, is Chris the only one here with the van? <laughs> no, the <it's>, only weirdo. <laughs> I, my dad's had two of them. I mean, one of them it was a '76, and I, I grew up in that thing. But, you know, my mom's '72 Charger, that car that I'm working on, and the '76 Dodge van, and we had a '73 Mazda pickup. Like those three vehicles were the family cars that. I grew up in, you know, uh, so the vans are cool and I've got all kinds of, you know, experiences in it. And, and you Johnny's know, got other projects right now. <laughs> yeah. I just don't have time. I, it's funny because Chris was when Chris, I think you had just drug home the Brown one. And, uh, I was driving up a street right here in my neighborhood and I saw one, I was like, Oh, and it's a shorty boogie van. And I'm like looking at it and I'm like, I took a picture of it. You know, it's all kind of grainy because it was so far away, but yeah, it's one of those cool ones you want to go knock on the door for and hopefully get for a good price. But it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't have any time, no bandwidth for it. I don't even have money for it. It's like, yeah, I'm, I can't go there. David so, made a good point. No. Johnny's got a, Johnny's got a badass station wagon. He doesn't need a van. Yes, that's true. <laughs> God, that station wagon. Oh God. Every time you slam something, it just looks awesome. Oh, uh, Dude, I can't wait. I mean, I, I, so what I was hoping for, I'd bought some exhaust. My buddy Chris thought it came off of, uh, so Chris with Motec, he gets like, people bring shit to him like cars and, you know, they, they upgrade the exhaust or they do this or they do that. And they don't want the old stuff, you know. I think it's a rich people thing because, like, I'm yeah. a freaking pack rat. I keep everything. But yeah. uh, so he, he sold it to me, gave it to me, traded it to me. I, I don't even remember. But I was going to put it on the car, and I thought, perfect, because I actually have 70 manifolds on the car. The driver's side hypo manifolds are the same, like, from 67 – I'm sorry, 68 up to, like, 72 or so. But the passenger side – uh, from 69 to 70, they changed, they like changed 45 degrees or so, you know, the, the angle of the holes at the flange. Hmm. So I have 70 manifolds uh, on that car and I thought the exhaust was 70. I was just going to bolt everything up, but it turns out it's for 69. So it's, it's 45 degrees off. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't feel like cutting it and turning it. I don't feel like doing all that shit. So I'm just going to take the car to the, the muffler shop and have exhaust put on it. But I can't wait. I, I don't want to lower the car right now because of the exhaust stuff. They got to put it on the rack and you know, it's just a pain in the ass. So it's not lowered in the front right now. It sits pretty low. It's just torsion bar. You know, it's easy yeah. to drop the torsion bars on the front. So it's sitting yeah, pretty it low up front. Yeah. It looks slammed right now. Okay. Yeah. But 
the key is the back. So okay. <laughs> once I get the exhaust all done and I don't mm. have to worry about the car going on a rack or anything, I'm going to probably put two inch blocks in the back and slam the back down and then I'll adjust the front. It'll either stay where it is or it might go slightly lower, but yeah, I can't wait to get the wagon slammed on the ground. It's going to look tight. You know? God, man, that wagon is sick. What are you, what are your plans for that thing? Like if you had it your way and your other projects were done, what are you doing to the wagon? <laughs> Just rolling it. I, I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with the way the car looks right now. I'm going to leave. It, it looks badass. Head. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. got, it's, it's really rusty. So like right now, dude, I've done so much work to that freaking car and it's like, you get so close and then distracted life comes along and other mm. priorities and stuff. And the car is just sat like the exhaust has been the biggest thing. It needs alignment exhaust. It's very rusty. The floors are wasted on this car. Some, the previous owner put uh, like kitchen tiles, like floor tiles on the floor to plug the holes. <laughs> so Holy shit. You don't fall through. Yeah. Wow. That's the most ghetto bad. shit I've heard. I've seen some pretty <laughs> yeah. ghetto shit. It's wow. Pretty bad. That's it's funny pretty though. Bad. Yeah. I like that. So <laughs> I think what I'm going to do, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for it because it's going to be kind of sketchy, but I'm going to buy, they make patch panels, floor patch panels that are like half patches. So it's not the full floor. It's mm -hmm. like from the bottom of the hump, the trans tunnel to the rocker. Right. And then it's the front okay, floor yeah. and the back floor. So it's like, just as it starts to go up, you know, where the back seat would be. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about buying those and just pulling the seat, the, the front seat out so I could get in there, dropping those in over the rusty floors and then putting the seat back in it because I just don't have time to replace it right now, you know? Sure. So at least like your feet don't fall through the floor. Cause I think there's enough metal there structurally. It's not going to fall through, but like, I wouldn't feel comfortable having my son ride in the back seat. Like the whole, mm. the hole's big enough. His foot could go through there. You know, it's oh, like, God. I don't want, I don't <laughs> want that, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna slap it together. Cause I, I like the way the car looks. I, I got, I got to hook up the kick down linkage and I got to work out bugs. You know, I got to get it rolling and stuff. There's, it needs a lot of things, a lot of little things still but i can't let it distract me from the charger build yeah. so but but i'll but i'll i'll sacrifice a little time and a little money i'll get the exhaust done <laughs> buy those panels for the floor and i'll drop it and then i just want to roll it man i just want to freaking roll oh, yeah. that thing and there's nothing really else to do. oh dog dish caps i'm gonna get the red circle dog dish caps yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm slap those nice. on the car so and then that's it man it's good to go the yeah. way it is is it? I forget. Is it a small block car or a big block car? It's originally a three eighteen car, two barrel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, actually, like your freeze plug problem. When I bought that car, it actually ran. Um, I never drove it because I got it home, and I was like, "Well, screw it." I'll, I wanted to put. I, I kept the four forty out of my blue Roadrunner, mm -hmm. and I was that's what's in the car now. Oh, okay. I wanted to put that in the wagon, but. Uh, I thought, well, I'll get the 318 running. Let's see if it runs, you know. Sure enough, it fires up and it runs. But putting water in, it was just like it's going in the radiator and coming right out the freeze plug. I mean, it was mm. really bad. The freeze plugs were wasted. And it was leaking. I mean, they were so bad on the side of the block. It was like they're all gone. The, the two on the back of the block between the transmission and the block. It's mm. like I got to pull the transmission to get to those or pull the engine to get to it. Like if I'm going to do that, I'm just going to rip all this shit out and put the big block in it. 
you know. Wait, so, you say that it has a four forty in it right now, or the, the, yeah, the, right, the, right now it's got a four forty in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Johnny doesn't like small blocks very much. <laughs> yeah, I was say I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. But I prefer big blocks. <laughs> you know, Johnny, you scared me when we were talking about the freeze plugs on my van and you're, you're talking about those ones on the back. And I was like, shit, I didn't even think about that. And then I go and look at the damn thing and the doghouse is off of it. And I'm like, oh, shit, Johnny, why did you scare me like that? They're right there. <laughs> like, I don't got to worry about it. What do you um, mean they're right there? You got to pull the transmission to get to them. I see the freeze plugs on the back of the block. What are you talking about? You're talking about the cylinder more. heads. Oh you're shit! You're right. Cylinder heads. I'm oh talking shit! About the you're back right. Of the block. Yes. They Fuck, are you're the right. Back of the block. God damn it! You're right. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. At- <laughs> <laughs> that just cha- that just changed my whole night. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry, bro. God, I gotta I gotta look at him now because I- oh shit. I mean, yeah. you said that the one that one just popped out of the side of the block, right? I mean, it's 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 it's, it's weird because one is gone. The one next to it looks new, but it's not brass, and I would prefer brass. Yeah. And the other side is so caked with gunk that I, I'm assuming they're the original ones, too. So I imagine the passenger side got rotted out, so they replaced one. Why the other one? Uh, I almost don't trust it. Like, I don't know if they didn't put um, uh, Permatex on it, or I don't know what I don't know what happened there. So I'm just going to go ahead and replace both of them. I'll probably replace the ones on the other side, too, just to be safe. And now I got to look at the ones on the back of the block. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, I know. I know exactly I mean, what you're talking about. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. If I were oh, you, shit. if you could get, I'm assuming because the van has got a little more space in there, it's probably easier to get to the freeze plugs than on a car. Yeah, I would probably just because they're right there. I'll probably just take the manifolds off just so I have access from the top because I really don't like laying underneath the thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think I think the front ones are under the. Uh, the motor mounts, though, right? You got to pull the motor mount brackets to get to those. I mm, they looked pretty accessible to me. Do they? Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Because yeah. I reached up and reached my hand in the hole. Well, my finger in the hole. I was like, okay, well, you know, just to see what the inside felt like. I mean, but if I were you, I would replace the sides and then gamble and see see what happens. Yeah, I mean, back. worst case worst case scenario, the back leaks and okay, I guess I got to replace the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure that's, that's not a too... lot of work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not terrible. I mean, it's doable. It's a it's a hassle. It's a hassle. I'd rather it's not. A hassle. You know what? Here's the thing, because you're you're just trying to get it running and kind of working things out. Like, yeah, just do the sides. Let if the backs don't leak right now, just kick that down the road and worry about other shit on the van. You know, get it to where you can yeah. drive up the street and stuff and. You know, yeah. go to Coldstone, take your daughter to Coldstone and get some ice cream <laughs> or whatever and head back, you know. And then when those things pop, then yeah. all right, pull the trans. Yeah, that's not going to be fun. Damn it. Um, Sorry, man. Sorry to ruin nah. you. That's no, that's all right. No. Big blocks. Big blocks don't have freeze plugs on the back of the block. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> oh, They're like, that no. shit's stupid. Let's just not put them on the back of the block. We'll just put them on the side. Where you can get to them. Yeah, that would have yeah. been smart. I don't know. They got to make things challenging. That's why they're like, that's how they sold you at the dealership. They're like, you know, the small <laughs> block's nice, but, you know, here's the one thing about the big blocks that you may not know. 
Yeah. <laughs> now that's uh that's good information though, because I, I looked and I, I didn't fucking stupid. This <laughs> is stupid. I was like, they're right there. What's Johnny talking about? Thank God I have a doghouse on this thing. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was completely yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh that just made my Saturday a little bit more interesting. Now I definitely am gonna go check it out tonight and see what I've got going on and get it get everything prepped for tomorrow. Cause I, I kind of want to get an early start and be done with everything by noon. <laughs> that would be nice. The freeze plug shouldn't be that hard. At least. Yeah. I mean, popping them out and getting them in. Um, Famous last words. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'll probably end up talking to you tomorrow, one. Johnny and being like, Johnny, um, here's the issue. One is inside the block. How do I, <laughs> that's the one I have thought about that. I'm like, my luck, I'm going to fucking knock it inside the block. So I, I gotta, I did it. That 383 that we're going to put in the club car. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing. I knocked the, I, I try to hit the freeze plug, you know, let's see, like from one side, yeah. get it to kind of like twist mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then stick a screwdriver in there and then pop it out. Yeah. But, it decided, no, we're going in the block. Boom. Oh, Goes into the water jacket and like, fuck. And I yeah. took a little, uh, one of those magnets. Now, uh-huh. the other thing too is uh, I'm dealing with an engine that's on an engine stand. I was not in a car. So it was easy yeah. for me. It was easy. But I just took a magnet to it, snaked it up to the hole, and then was holding it where I could get a screwdriver in there and popped it out. And in the process of doing that, I found the original freeze plug in the water jacket as well. Somebody oh, no shit. In. Yeah, somebody had knocked it in and they just said, well, fuck it. Left it in there. <laughs> yeah. Shit, maybe I should check inside that thing and make sure there isn't a free yes. slug in there. Yes, you should, you oh, should look around. You know, if you got I'm so glad those, you told me that. <laughs> yeah, you know those little magnets with the, oh, yeah. the telescope Man. thing? Yeah just, yeah, just grab that thing and just like roll it around in there and yeah. see if, if it grabs anything. Whoa. Doesn't Harbor Freight have that little, you know, light that you can stick in there and kind of, it's a camera as well. And yeah. it, it kind of, you can see, you know, people use it, you know, when I dropped that valve seat on my car, people were telling me, oh, go to Harbor Freight, get this uh, camera light thingy, majigger, you just string it in there and you can see inside whether the piston's damaged or whatever. I mean, yeah. shit work for that block make sure that that freeze plug is not in there floating around <laughs> yeah well, it sounds like i always wanted to get one I, i've never had one i've never tried it but it seems like it would work for something like that it sounds like out of the movies huh it's like oh, looking under the door and that's you know, that <laughs> it's, fun. it's funny you mentioned that though johnny because when you were talking about knocking it into the block i was like oh i'll just take my magnet and <laughs> i'll just extend it out <laughs> and i'll just <laughs> I'll just have it just hanging there just in case. So I can just go, oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, no, you uh, don't. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> oh, God. Now I'm really curious. See, the problem is is I get curious about these things, and instead of going to bed like I'm about to in a few minutes, now i got to go down there and check it out. <laughs> uh, I'll, probably, I'll probably be up till 7 o'clock this morning and <laughs> trying to figure it out. But mm. I'm just I'm answering uh, – Christopher London right now. He's asking which wagon, the 69 or 70. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the 69, but I do have a 70 also. <laughs> <This one>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's a dickhead move, Johnny. You didn't even have to mention that. <laughs> but I do have a 70, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to point it out. Hey, you know, it's, hey, uh, John, let's know. How much you pay him to say that? Huh? Yeah. huh? <laughs> no, I'm just we want to know. Gonna, how much you pay him to say that? I need you to send yeah. a text or message right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How much you pay him? Nothing. I paid him nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Johnny's I, got all the Mopars. <laughs> I was... Uh, Freiberger, Freiberger just hit up my coffee and me about the parts. He's like, because it's been so long. He bought parts off of me, and he hasn't collected them, right? And uh, and then he sent uh, – he gave – because he bought an 8 3 quarter, a B-body 8 3 quarter. And I guess he didn't need it. He's going to stick with the 4 9-inch that's in General Mayhem. So uh, he told Dulcich he can have his 8 3 quarter. So I saw – because I saw Dulcich – he was posting something looking for an eight and three quarter that he can cut down for his dart, right? His mm-hmm. A body. And I said, Hey, if Freiberger's not going to use this eight and three quarter, he already paid for it. You can, you know, if you can ask him if you can have it. And then if he still wants it, I have this C body eight and three quarter. So anyway, Dulcich came out, he ended up, uh, Freiberger gave him the B body one. And then I sold him the, the C body one. Um, but Freiberger forgot like all the shit he bought off of Mike and me. He was like, uh, what, what did I get from you guys exactly? And, you know, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, well, you gave your eighth recorder to Dulcich. I mean, and then there was like a couple of other parts and stuff like that, but somehow, Oh, I was telling him, uh, cause he was talking about, I think sway bars or something on the car on general mayhem. And I said, Oh, you should put, uh, you should put four sway bars on the car, like two up front, two in the back, mm. like the 70 wagon that I bought from my buddy, John. And Freiberger is just like, first of all, he's like, why? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, second of all, he's like, uh, cool. You have a 70 wagon. I'm jealous because he's got the 70 super B, you know, so he, yeah. he likes the 70 super B. So it's kind of funny. And then I'm posting, I'm posting all this stuff on my 69. He probably has seen it, you know, and he's like, I thought he said it was a 70. It's a 69. <laughs> you know? so I probably should post pictures of the 70 also. Like, yeah, yeah I got both cars, put both cars in the picture or something. Now, which one do you like better? Oh, man, right now, I'd say I like my, the 69 better. Uh, sure. I'm just, I'm, I'd really, you know, it's weird. It's like, um, you can have the same car, like say a 68 charger, you have 10 of them lined up and it's like, there might be three or four of them that just jump out at you. Like something about them, you know, it's <laughs> especially with me, I like ratty cars. So the rattiness or the patina or that color, or, you know, it's just something about the, the, the stance of the car, the wheels on the car, something just makes you like, I like that car. You know what I mean? And then the other ones, you're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Even though they're all 68 chargers. Well, I kind of, I kind of feel like that with the wagon that with that 69 wagon, I, I'm not a big fan of white cars, mm-hmm. but I love the fact that it's a white car and it's a blue interior. And those yeah. wheels I actually had painted for my 68 Coronet, which is that color blue. And I, I have welds on the car. So I was like, man, I got to put those wheels on the wagon. I mean, it'll go with the blue interior thing. So see what, see what it looks like. And then I when I slam good. it, yeah, I think so too. So yeah. 
I was, I had a, I bought a Super B or an RT hood, bulge hood off of coffee for, I think it paid 400 bucks for the hood. It's burgundy. So it wasn't the right color, but I was like, I was going to put that hood on the wagon. And then at that car show that we were just at, some guy comes wandering, like coffee was, coffee was in one spot. We're in this middle spot under the, uh, like covers, you know, chilling mm-hmm. easy ups, chilling in the shade. And then Steve, Chris field was behind us like two swap meet spots. And this guy comes wandering in. He's like, Hey, did somebody buy a super B hood over here? You know? And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I did, but it wasn't like today, you know, he's talking like it was today. And, uh, it's like that guy over there said, one of you guys bought a super B hood. And I'm like, coffee. And I go, yeah, I bought a hood from him a while ago. And he goes, man, I, I bought this 69 or 68 super B. And he got it from the original owner, a little lady who a long time ago wrecked the car up front and they put a, like a, a satellite or a roadrunner front end on it. So it's mm-hmm. a Dodge with the Plymouth front nose on it. And he's <laughs> trying to restore it back to original. And he's like, I didn't know how hard it was to find, you know, original parts. It's impossible, yeah. especially the, that bulge hood. So I'm like, well, I wasn't <laughs> planning on selling it, you know. Uh, oh, this old thing. <laughs> yeah. My, my buddy, he's like, when that guy left, he's like, that guy's saying all the wrong things. He's like, they're hard to find. They're expensive. Yeah. I'm desperate. I need one now. You know. <laughs> so I'm like, well, screw it. So I texted him, you know, and I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep the charger project rolling. So I thought, you know, I'll sacrifice the hood and use that money towards the charger site, so but I ain't going to give it to him for what I paid for it. It's not worth it. You know, so no. I, I told him, I told him 600 bucks and I think that was a killer. Deal. That's a deal. Yeah. God, you're so nice, Johnny. I would have just taken the cleaners. <laughs> I know I should have. I was like, I was ready, dude. I was like, don't even try to offer me a penny less than 600. I'm going to yeah. get the fuck yeah. out of here. You know, yeah. and, and he's like, he comes over. He's like, "Oh, so six hundred? And I go, "Yeah." And he's like, "Here you go." And he goes, Shit. "He goes, my buddy." He goes, "My buddy told me because uh, he's got a super B also, and he needs a hood also." And he's like, "Dude, if you don't buy that hood, I'm buying it because I shot him pictures. It's in good shape. It's not rusted out or anything, mm-hmm. you know." But yeah, anyway, I got some charger money. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. How far along are you on that thing? I haven't watched. Uh... Any of your latest videos? I'm I'm turning the corner, man. It's like yep. the halfway mark, I would say. Nice. Uh, I've got the drivetrain ripped out of the car. Uh, I've got half of the engine bay. Uh, I put the core, you know, I cleaned it up, put core sill in there. Um, I polished it a little bit, and I'm going to clean the core sill off a bit, just like I did with the interior floors, mm-hmm. and then and then clear it. Um, nice. So on the driver's side, I just pulled out the power brake booster today, and some of the wiring harness and and uh, you know like I call it the proportioning valve, but it's not. It's just like a a splitter, you know, or distribution block, I should say, for all the brake lines and stuff. So I'm cleaning up that side of the car, and uh, hopefully, hopefully next weekend I'll be to the point where I can spray, I could clear it. I'm going to leave it patinaed and I'm just going to clear it. 
you know, to keep it from rusting any further. And I, I, when I pulled the motor out of it, I took a picture and I sent it to my buddy, uh, Robert Sullivan. He's got a 70 duster with a 440 in it, like a fucking badass car. And he offered to sell me the 440 out of it a long time ago. And I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. And he wanted two grand for it. It's, it's a killer price for a strong running 440. It's got a 509 cam in it. It's got stuff nice. heads on it. Like the thing is badass. And he, he runs nitrous on it. He's, I, he hasn't run nitrous on it a bunch, but he's probably hit, hit it, you know, maybe five or six times on the car. Um, so anyway, I shot him the picture like, all right, dude, I'm ready for the motor. So it's like, uh, do you still want to sell it? And I gave him every out because he's also he also has a 64 <laughs> Plymouth he got from coffee and he put this big, big inch stroker motor in it and stuff. So I think all his attentions on that car and the, the dusters kind of fall into the wayside. But originally he was going to put a big motor in the duster and hence why he was selling me the old 440 that was in it. So, but he said he's going to sell it to me. So... I think and he's, he's like, all right, he shot me a little video. He's like, all right, man, I'm moving it down. I'm getting ready wow. to rip the motor out of it. So uh, I should be, I'm hoping by next weekend, I'll have the engine bay cleared. Hopefully my power brake booster and master cylinder will come in. I've already got brake lines. I just got to clean up that, <laughs> that distribution block and then start putting all that together. And the motor is ready to go in. I need nice. to order a converter and headers are the two big ticket items that I need to buy. Um, I've got a transmission already that was from my Roadrunner, my blue Roadrunner. I'll put that in the car. But, yeah, so that's where it's at. And then I think at that point, like, I've got all the suspension parts and the brake parts and stuff, so I can start slapping the car together. But it feels like October's coming fast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. It sounds like you're making good headway, dude. Uh, I'm really impressed. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a badass car, dude. I like uh, it. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. I think I'm gonna run American Racing Wheels on it, the polished ones, okay. and I, you know, put some two ninety fives on the back, eight inch wide rims. Drop the car really low, like I like it, and. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to look sick. All the patina oh, yeah. on the car. It's oh, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Awesome, dude. Well, fellas, we're in this three hours, and uh, I'm starting to hold back yawns here. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, yeah. Irvin, where can people find your social medias, buddy? Uh, it's still going to be all out Mopar. I know last time I said uh, all out Mopars with mm-hmm. S, but no, it's definitely all out Mopar, and it's all dot out dot Mopar. Just awesome. a little uh, page that I'm working on on Instagram. Awesome. So all of you listening now or in the future, go follow Irvin and check out what he's doing on Instagram. Johnny Mopar, tell us where we can find all your fun stuff. Uh, so let's see right here. How you see Johnny Mopar here. You can find, (laughs) you can find me on YouTube. Uh, that's mostly where I put the videos and stuff, but I've been playing with Instagram a lot more. So also Johnny Mopar, but no space between the Johnny and the Mopar. It's just all like one word because they don't allow spaces. I should have put the little 
you know, lowercase line or whatever, but I didn't think of it. Yeah. So that's what annoyed me when I had uh, the Mopar Hunter at Instagram because I had another email address and I had at the Mopar Hunter, but I didn't want to recover the email address and all that. So I just did at the dot Mopar dot Hunter and it just annoyed me every time I looked at it. That's why I find I'm so glad I just consolidated, consolidated everything to at Talking Mopar's podcast. I like it a lot better. It's a lot easier yeah. and I don't yeah. have to manage multiple accounts. It was so stupid. I was doing that for so long, but <laughs> everybody makes mistakes and I make them a lot. So, <laughs> but everybody, thank you for listening. You now know where to follow Irvin. You know where to follow Johnny Mopar, Matt Monroe, and Blake Anderman. I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars Direct Connections Live. Join us again next time. It's always a good time. We're always talking Mopars, having a good time. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the next show. No Mopar left behind. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about the podcast, please visit TalkingMopars.com. And don't forget that you can send me your Mopar stories, questions, comments, concerns, complaints, and everything else on your Mopar-addicted mind to Chris at TalkingMopars.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR, and I will play your message on the show. Also, if you like Talking Mopars, you enjoy the show, and you would like to show your support, there are a couple of ways that you can do it. One way is by picking up some Talking Mopars merch at the Talking Mopars merch shop, which you can find on TalkingMopars.com or by becoming a supporter through my Facebook page. Find me on social media by searching for at Talking Mopars Podcast and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel by searching for Talking Mopars Podcast. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.